Hallelujah. All right, I'm, I'm going to be preaching from the first chapter. So turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 2 from verse number 18 uh, to 25, but I'll jump after reading a couple of verses, if you don't mind. Hallelujah. Genesis eight, uh, 2 from 18 to 25. Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, and the Lord said, it is not good for the, that man should be alone. I will make him a help comparable or a help, a helper comparable to him. Hallelujah. Verse 21 says that, and the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. And he, that is God, took one of the ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord had taken from man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she is taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Thanks be to God. I want to talk about a subject I entitled, It's not good for a man to be alone. It's not good for a man to be alone. Say to somebody next to you, don't shout at them in the face, but say, it's not good for a man to be alone. It's not good for a man to be alone. Hallelujah. Now, in case, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm listening and I'm hearing some people chuckle because they think I'm talking about just marriage. But I want you, I have news for you. I want you to know that it's not just about marriage. I am not saying that it's not good for a man to be alone because of a woman. The Bible says that it's not good for a man to be alone. Full stop. It's not good for a man to be without anyone else. It's not good for a man to be without a God. It's not good for a man to be without a family. It's not good for a church to be without other churches. To synergize. It's not good for a businessman to be alone without other businessmen helping and, you know, uh, adding and giving ideas. It's not good to be alone. Man was not created to be alone. Amen. And so God said, I will make him a help meet. Because it's not good to be alone, I will make him a helper. Amen. But I want to dwell on it's not good for a man to be alone. Somebody say it's not good. It's not good to be without God. I say it's not good to be without God. It's not good for some of us. We know of God, but we don't have any relationship with God. And today my message for you is that it's not good to be alone. You can never be in this world, especially in the days that we are in, without God. If you are alone. Amen. 
and you are on your own. And that's the wildest on the, or the worst thing that can happen to any human being, to be alone. Amen. It's not good for a man to be alone. And I say that there is a difference between loneliness and being alone. Being alone is when you do not have anyone around you physically. Loneliness, on the other hand, is a complex and usually unpleasant emotional response to isolation. Loneliness typically includes anxious feelings about a lack of connection or communication with other, other beings. As such, loneliness can be felt even when you are surrounded by other people. There are some married people, married uh, uh, spouses, husbands and wives, that are the most loneliest people. They are together, but they are lonely. And with the advent of uh, social media and advent of, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the phone and internet and YouTube and all those type of things, it's making more marriages more and more lonely. People are getting so lonely because even though they are in the same room, maybe lying on the same bed, they don't remember the last time they spoke. They don't remember the last time they had a conversation. In case you are doubting what I'm saying, put when you go home, do this task. Put your phone off for the rest of the day and close the door, you and your spouse alone and see how long you last just chatting with each other without feeling agitated, without feeling distracted, without feeling that you need something, without feeling that you're itchy trying to press a key or two. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, ma marriage was, was, was when God says that it's not good for a man to be alone, I'll make him a help meet. What God was saying is that I am going to cure the loneliness problem. And the way to cure the loneliness problem is by the alone problem, I'm going to cure the alone problem by making a companion comparable. Because if the man has a dog, the man is still alone. If the man has a cat, the man is still alone. So if you have an, an Evie, you are still alone. Hallelujah. Evie is the a, is a name of a, a cat. Uh, it's the church cat that God lost. We are all co-owners of that particular cat. And the cat only lasted four days. And somehow the cat disappeared. Till today we are still looking for Evie. Anytime we see a cat, we are looking whether it's our Evie. You know, dictionary says that to be alone is to be without anyone else. To be alone is not to be involved, including anything or anyone. Not to be involved with anyone. So God says, I've made a man. I've made a woman. I've made a wife. I've made a husband so that you can I cure the lonely problems. The, the being alone problem. But the loneliness 
will only be cured when you understand why God brought him, why God brought her. Otherwise, you are, you have, he has cured one problem, but you are still living with another problem. Let me tell you something. If he was alone, he may have had another girlfriend. If he was alone, he may have had gone with his guys, his buddies. But because now he's married, he cannot go with his guys. Because he has to be at home with you. And you have buried your head in uh, uh, Snapchat. And you have buried your head in uh, TikTok. And you have buried your head in, what, what do you flick? What's, what's the one? Instagram. Instachat. You have buried your head in Twitter. You are on Facebook from morning to night. You even get off to cook. Um, it's going to get a little bit hot. <laughs> it's going to get a little bit hot. But I hope you're okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. Listen. You are an apology of a wife and a husband if you cannot cure the loneliness problem. Because you are brought to cure that problem. Because you see, the man was alone. The man never complained. You know that. The man never told God, why is it that you only made me? Why am I lonely? Because the Bible says he made man in his own image. And he created both him and her in one person. So he was alright because inside of him was a hair. And he was okay walking around. But God decided that it's not good for a man to be alone. So I will make a help meet. A help comparable. A suitable help. I will make a comparable help for this man. Instead of you, Sister Eve, now that you are here, instead of fulfilling the companionship that you were brought to be to fulfill you are here chatting with a snake what is wrong with you instead of chatting with adam you are chatting with a snake no wonder there's so much problem in the world and no wonder marriages have a lot of problems because since Eve started chatting with the, the snake, there hasn't been a third person. There hasn't been any marriage without a third person who is always encroaching. A third thing. Sometimes it's, it's, it could be friends. Sometimes it could be um, anything that distracts people from focusing on the marriage. And why they have been brought. Listen, brothers and sisters, those of us young people that have started, you are getting so addicted to social media. This social media thing, it kills relationships. I say it kills relationships. And if you are not disciplined enough, you will take it into your marriage and it will kill your marriage. You see, one thing about men, can, can I, can I, One thing, one thing about, the, about men is that a man checks out of a marriage before he checks out. 
And he checks out many years before he actually checks out. That is one thing women don't know. For women, when they check out, they check out. And you know. But a man can be in the relationship for 12 years, but he checked out 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. He left. Mentally, he's gone. Emotionally, he's gone. Physically, he's here, but he's gone. The fact that you have, you have a ring on doesn't mean you have a marriage. Uh, Listen, the, the fact that you are called, and you see, one, one of the things that, for, for, uh, especially for Christian sisters, Christian ladies, we have this, um, this notion that because I'm married to a Christian brother, I'm good to go. So now I can misbehave. Now I can let my head down. He can't go and chase anybody. You know, those in the world, they know that, hey, if I, if I form the fool, he'll be gone. So they always, they have, they are still on point. They keep, they, they keep, they keep the, they keep trim. They keep themselves. They do things to keep their marriage. Conversations that they don't like, they will try and force and get themselves in. The person likes wrestling. Ah, you don't know anything about wrestling. But you get, you force yourself. To, be, to become a fan of wrestling. Hallelujah. Because see, if you can get that companionship going, is the glue that sticks the marriage together. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So two are better than one. That's the next one I want us to look at. Come with me to... So now he says that Proverbs 18:22 He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord because the Lord has already provided the help comparable because he knows that it's not good to be alone. Hallelujah. So he has already made a man a woman for the man. So find Mrs. Wright and make her your wife. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. The Bible says that two are better than one. What's the. Um, when you go from. Compa- co- is it comparis- comparative. Um, good better best. What is it called? Comparative. Superlative. Isn't it? Okay. I have uh, English teachers here. So you move from good. You go where? To Better. So the scripture is saying that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Hallelujah. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to the man or him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to lift him up. Or help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? 
Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. I want to give you four, four advantages of having a companion, becoming two. Remember I said that two is not necessarily just marriage, but two. It is better, two are better than one, which means that as a, 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 a single person or a, a, a man walking in the, on the face of the earth, it is better for you to have a God, to be you and God walking together rather than you alone walking. Two are better than one. It is better for you to be part of a church than to be alone. Amen. Oh, did you hear what I said? It is better, two are better than one. It is better for you to be part of the church, to come under a covering, than to be alone. It is better for you to have a church family. It is better for you to belong to a family. Don't be quick to uh, disown your family. Don't be quick to be alone. Amen. The first reason why two are better than one, the scripture says that two are better because they have more for their labor. Amen. They have more for their labor. Listen, raising children requires hard work. Developing meaningful relationships requires hard work. Doing the work of the Lord requires hard work. Mr. Pastor, Brother Pastor, don't do the work by yourself. You will kill yourself. Amen. I was telling a, a bishop friend of mine, I was telling him that me and my church is a teamwork. I may be the, the pastor of the church, but I am not the church. Are you with me? I may be the one whose name is on the book as the author of the book, but I can tell you this book was written by a team of people. Oh, yeah. Pastor, pastor uh, Sam is one of them, the team members. Ajua, Ajua is not in, in here. She, she's online. Ajua is part of the team that wrote. Mandy is part of the team. How many remember Mandy? Mandy is part of the team. And then my wife wrote virtually the whole book. <laughs> are, are you getting what I'm saying? Because it is better to have a team. Because when you, when you are part of a team, you synergize. Are you with me? You work better. You get more for your labor. Don't do the work alone. However good and however noble the work may be, never do it alone. Don't play the keyboard alone. It's better. You see, it doesn't matter how skillful you are. It's better to have somebody else playing if three people were playing the keyboards with you, the music coming out of this side would be much better. It doesn't matter how skillful you are. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because an orchestra will, will beat any uh, solo, soloist or solo uh, band any day. When an orchestra is playing, an orchestra of a large group of musicians will sound better than any one person playing no matter how good the person is. Because there is more for their effort. Hallelujah. 
That is why don't try to be alone. A lot of people say, as for me, I don't want to marry. I'll be alone. I'll spend the rest of my life alone. I'm looking around the general, as the, towards the back, some people are there. Listen, it is better to be married. It's better to be with a team. To face the, the, the course of this life with a companion than to be alone. Do you think that we could have done this church without Pastor Gloria? No. Hallelujah. Do you think we can do it without the past, these wonderful pastors that are sitting here? No. We cannot do the church or run any church without this team. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. And I give, uh, if you want to get the book, you see it. I give, I, I, there was a study that was made about two-parent family where the two-parent family on average raise children that are more stable, more grounded, and do better, achieve more, go to university, become doctors, lawyers, and uh, people in society than single uh, parents, single people trying to raise children. It's, I didn't do the study. The study was, I just uh, showed the study, you know. And, and, and see, like I said, even though you may not have a man, if you raise the children with God, you are not alone. You have two are better than one. Are you understand what I'm saying? But if you try to raise the children without God and you by yourself, you won't do a good job. That is why you go to places like America, they are, it accounts for majority of the uh, people that are imprisoned. If you, if you go there and you uh, ask them questions, you see that a lot of them they came from single parent homes. Hallelujah. The second reason, the second um, advantage is that when the man falls, when one falls, the other will lift them up. Listen, there is nothing in life as painful as not having anybody to lift you up. How many have been depressed before? Depression is part of life. Falling down is part of life. How many know that all of us sitting in this room, once upon a time, when we attempted to walk, we fell. And how many occasionally fall? Yeah. The fact that you have fallen before means that you fall again. Amen. You cannot say you will never fall. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, the Bible says, Therefore, let anyone who thinks he stands take heed lest he falls, because you will fall. Amen. But when you have a partner, you have somebody, when you fall, they will lift you up. You know, there hasn't been any time that both of us have been down and depressed at the same time. When I'm depressed, sometimes my wife will just lift me up. When she's depressed, you know, when both of us are trying to be depressed, there's one person who always comes because they, they never get depressed. My son never has never seen depression before. He is an ever happy human being. Sometimes he can come into the room, you know, at 1 a.m., 2, everybody is fast asleep. Then he starts dancing. Then he will be clapping and dancing and wake us up. He said, 
Why? Then he says, no, 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 check this out, check this out. Then you just give a joke. Then after the joke, because we are still trying to recover from the sleep and not know what is going on, he will be the only one who will laugh. Uh, and when he finishes laughing, he put the, the, the light off and say good night, and he closed the door. <laughs> then I'll look into my wife's face, and she'll look into my face, and we'll try and put our heads back on the pillow. Then you come again, <laughs> another joke, another joke, another joke. So how can you be depressed? How can you be down with somebody like that? These days, when he's coming, he has his KFC underneath his armpits. <laughs> I don't know whether this house I'll get food or not. So when he's coming, he brings his KFC. And when he comes, sometimes he'll bring his KFC into my bedroom. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have banned everybody from eating in the bedroom. But he'll bring it and come and sit on my bed. Whilst we are fast asleep. Say, do you want it? Do you like it? You pray for your pastor. <laughs> but two are better than one. Because, see, if you want any encouragement, he's the best person for encouragement. If I'm, if I'm trying to, you know, I, I, I have an idea. The first person I talk to is him. Yeah. Because my wife is a deep thinker. So by the time I take the thing to my wife, if I'm not strong, the thing will not... It will move from here to there. To the, the thing will fail. So I don't take it to her at all. And then my, my other daughter is very legalistic. Have you looked at the legal implications of this thing that you want to do? What are the legal ramifications? I don't want all this long talk. So I just call my go-to partner. I say, ah, this is the idea. I say, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. After two days later, I said, so the idea, what was it again? <laughs> Hallelujah. He, he's all, it, and you see, he's full of ideas. Sometimes I just like to talk, talk to him because he's full of ideas. Sometimes by the time he finishes that, give me ideas, I've got more ideas from what he has said to me. And I won't use his idea, but I'll come up with something because he's, he's just positive. Hallelujah. When you are cold, you have one to lie down together with. Ecclesiastes 4, 11. Again, if two lie down, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Amen. I said in the book that, young man, it is true that you find warmth in the laps of a woman. But have one. Have one. In Proverbs chapter 5, verse 15, I said, drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in, in the streets? Should you be looking for love everywhere? 
you sleep with Jemima, you sleep with uh, Rebecca, you sleep with Karen. Uh, oh, Jemima is in church, sorry. Jenica, Jessica. Okay, what a Melandra, what a Melina. Kimiko. Let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Don't share your wife with strangers. And don't share your love with strange women. You see, Samson was one of the strongest men. He had three women. Two, one was a, a woman he married, he slept with, left. The next one was a prostitute. He got up from the bed of the prostitute, carried the, the gates of the city and went away. Then he went to sleep on the laps of Delilah. By the time he woke up, his eyes were gouged out. Be careful. The laps that you put your head on. It is better to be married than go around putting your head, te testing your, your ears and your, your head on women's laps. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother, say amen. amen. I say, brother, say amen. amen. Okay. The brothers are here. Number four, last one. When you are in a fight, how many know life is a fight? Life is a battle. When you are in a fight, you want somebody in your corner. You want somebody to give you tactics. Somebody who has your back. There are some people, you know, one of the things I like about my wife is, if my wife ever saw me fighting with somebody, she will come and join the fight before she will ask why. That one I'll give her. She'll join the fight. Later she'll come and ask. Me when I come, I'll ask what is happening first before I join. But my wife is not like that. She'll join and scratch your eyes after she asks what did he do. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the man, the, the, the man that fell from Jericho, Jerusalem to Jericho, if he had a partner, do you think that he would have fallen into the hands of thieves? and remain there, he would have been helped. Hallelujah. Never walk in this life alone. Never be alone. Never be alone without God. Never be alone without a church. Never be without your family. Never be without somebody you can talk to. Never be without somebody who can pray for you. Never be without somebody who can advise you. Never be without somebody... Who can encourage you? Never be without somebody who can say what you are doing is wrong. Don't have people who always say, oh, well done, good, 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 and give you fans. Have friends who can tell you that, no, what you are doing is, good, is, is not good. They can put you in check. Yeah. And allow them. I tell the people around me all the time, don't be a yes man to me. I don't like yes people. I don't like yes people because I find them as sycophants. Because you are, you are saying yes because of what you can get from me. 
Do you understand? What? I like people who say, no, let's do it this way. This is wrong. What you are telling us to do is wrong. Let's do it that way. And I'm, I have broad shoulders enough to accept that, okay, maybe let's try yours. So I encourage people around me always, all the time. Bring your own ideas. Uh, my favorite saying is that I only work here. If you, if you work close to me, you have heard me say that. I mean, I only work here. Yeah. Because I don't just want everybody to follow what I am saying. I want us to do it together. Amen. Fight this fight together. Live this life together. Work this ministry together. Do whatever we can together.